Welcome back to Dice and Salt. I'm Lord Richter. And I'm Lady Toast. And we're here with episode 154, Treehouse of Horrors. I, I assume that's a Simpsons reference. Uh, you know, I that, forgot that, that they did there? the Treehouse of Horrors, to be honest. Yeah. Because um, isn't, that, isn't that what they call their, their Halloween episodes every year? And I think like, so. Treehouse of Horrors 2, Treehouse of Horrors 36. <laughs> I believe that it is. I believe you're right. I didn't think of that reference because in the episode, they just happened to decide to do his, what is it? Uh, secure shelter. Right. Stylized as a tree house because they're at the Camaro tree and that's the dominant feature in the Tumbaja mountain. Right. But then they end up having this thing come at them. Hence the horror. Yes. <laughs> yes. And so. uh, let's see what we get. Oh yeah. This is this. We, we have Kalazar, and, and who is she? And we kind of get a little bit of, more of a rundown of Kalazar here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she gives us some vital information. About uh, the portal? Yeah, Nessie's opened the portal. And, uh, you know, I, I, I remembered it as the negative material plane, which, you know, really makes me old. Pathfinder calls I mean, it the void. The void. And uh, I, because I looked it up. Is it is it one of the lawful, or is it one of the alignment planes? No, no, it's, it's, um, it's just negative energy. Oh, it's the negative energy plane. Okay. It's the, it's the, un, you know, the, the source of un, unlife. And then there's a yes. positive energy plane, which is the source of life. Surprisingly, if you go to either of them, you, you just die. Yeah, you die. Well. It takes you a moment, but you die. It takes a moment, but you, yes, you die either way. You're either so overwhelmed with goodness that you burst or you get so sad that you die. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't remember it being described that way. To me, oh, it was you get oh, like super on. healed until you explode, you know. And then uh, the negative one is you just, you know, kind of get wasting away until you disappear. Oh, oh, see, here we go. Uh, yeah, look it up. What does Pathfinder say? Because my information is, again, like I said, old school, so... While positive energy is deadly to undead and beneficial to living beings, such as the intensity of the plane that unmitigated exposure ultimately incinerates any extraplanar being without sufficient magical protection. The most apt comparison is the plane's interior is to that of a heart of a burning star. Yeah, I don't, honestly, that I don't know where they came came from other than I guess they were trying to pull it together. Like I said, I... The way I remember it, it was it was like you got healed and somebody kept healing you after you were done be- needing to be healed. And they overhealed you until you kind of just poof, with all the, you know, life. You're just suddenly, yeah, I'm alive. Poof. That's that's true. And you go out loving it because you're so alive. <laughs> well, I, you know, because it's positive. It's the healing. It's, you know, you really feel alive. You know, the negative is, you know, just sucks the life right out of you. You're like, oh. Because, you know, you just emaciate away as it gets sucked out of you. Mm-hmm. But uh, either way, as long as we, you know, as long as we have it for the purpose of, you know, undead go to one and, you know, they get obliterated by the other and whatnot. Uh, yeah, no, I guess you're right. They do burn up. An unprotected character on this plane swells with power as positive energy is forced upon her. Then, because her mortal frame is unable to contain that power, she is immolated like a mote of dust caught at the edge of a supernova. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, now they, they uh, in, in surprisingly my... hostile for yeah, yeah. <laughs> a plane of I mean, goodness. Don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, it, it's it's awesome to walk through it. Uh, 
I, it says that even brief visits need to be heavily protected. Well, right, right. But I mean, like, I've had situations or, uh, you know, where you got like a, I don't know, some kind of planar leak or something. I don't know. Or the gate's mm-hmm. open and it's open to the positive material plane. And you're thinking, hey, that's not so bad. And you walk and you're like, Vroom. oh, my God, yep. why am I suddenly like 400 hit points? And then you walk away and it's just draining off you. And you're like, shit, I wish I could fight something right now. I've got all these extra hit points. <laughs> And, you know, you're going, this doesn't work. What's the, you know. Right. And, and you know, so so it can be cool. I've had fights where, you you know, you have access to, like, a, a spot of positive energy. So you can bounce in and, I'm back. And, you know, go get creamed and, I'm back. So that's kind of neat. And, of course, the negative energy. I've had things where you get hit with that and you just kind of go, oh, man, I've got drained. Oh, man, I got drained. And that sucks. So. Yeah. But yeah, Kalazar wants to shut it down for her, not because she gives a damn about the prime material plane, by the way, but because she has her own desire to screw some friends back on the negative. Yes. Which is, it, it's interesting, I guess. We'll I, see, because like... I get it. I mean, sometimes the, sometimes the bad guys' motivations line up with your motivations. So, correct. you know, you can... You can say, all right, fine, I'll help you, you know, and I'm not really doing a bad thing. I'm doing a good thing. But, yeah, it also lines up with this other bad guy. I mean, that's. Yeah, I'm just the way she said it, you know, like all of these people from this plane want to infest the material plane and I want you to help me close it. And I was thinking, okay, right, but you want to stay on this side. And then it's like, no, I want to be on the other side. It's like, uh, okay, I, I just didn't see that coming. Right. I figured I'd like help closing it for me. To be on this side, you yeah, know. I I could see that, but I thought she was indicating that. Uh, no, I'm I'm just saying like that that would be that was my expectation up until she said that she wanted to be on the other side. My expectation was that she would use this to her advantage over her enemies, right, right, and stay on this plane. Oh, but, I see. Yeah, I kind of got right. I kind of got that once she uh, betrayed was actively betraying Nessie. I kind of got she might be working on her own to yeah. her own ends, whatever those were. It didn't really surprise yeah. me that she said, "No, no, I want to go on. The, I want to go back on the other side and be over there." Because, and then I went, "Oh, well, right, because you've just screwed these guys over, which means they'll be weak or unready or something." And plow, you know, you you jump way ahead. I guess I don't see how she would, but I, I, you know, I'm not. We're I'm not sure privy it's much to more. the politics yeah. and machinations of the void, right? And the and the undead that infest it, right? I just it just it felt odd. Not in that they were helping. That's fine. She's obviously using them to her own ends. It just felt odd to me that she wanted to go back, despite saying that everyone over there kind of wanted to to come to the material plane. I don't know. She said. Did she say everyone? Pardon me. Sorry. She said. She said. Like I, I don't remember the exact wording, but there were a number of people, powerful entities on that side that wanted to come to the material plane and. Like maybe she's not one of them. I guess, which that could be entirely true. She, yeah, she found a I way mean, over, but she just she's like, this isn't what I want. But if we leave this portal here, my enemies who do want that could come through. So yeah, and maybe, I, I guess I, I could see it that way. Yeah. Plus, get, having access to the the material plane could grant them additional resources that would make them harder to fight, right? Or something for her. So maybe. You know, that plays into, no, I don't want them to have those resources and I need to shut it off. I mean, mm-hmm. I su- and maybe that's it. Maybe she's not in a good place to actually take advantage of this gate. So she just yeah doesn't want them to have it. 
because that, you know, right. I, in a lot of ways, I don't know why she's doing it. I mean, it works for the story. It adds some help. Great. But I have no idea why. Yeah. It's just fun to speculate. Oh, yeah, totally. I, I love that the treehouse, when the first time the treehouse is mentioned, the first thing that comes up is no girls allowed. <laughs> yeah. Fine. I'll leave. Hey, I, you know, all I could think <laughs> back on was just, you know, wow, I don't know that we actually have any, you know, girl fans. You know, we've had that conversation. And then, I mean, uh, you know, we had like one active one. And then Alex is like, oh, but I said this. And I think that, you know, drove her away. And I'm like, so no girls allowed. Good play. I, mm-hmm. I get it, though. I get it, though. I mean, you know, you got you got guys. And when you have your tree house, you know, you want to have no girls in there because you're, you know, like what, eight? And you don't have any idea how much fun girls can be. <laughs> yeah. I'm speaking from my personal he- thing here and projecting it. You know, maybe Matt and Nick and Joe and Tom and Alex have completely different experiences as far as that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fine. And I love how they want to set up a dumbwaiter right away. Can we have a basket <laughs> with a rope so we can pull up supplies? <laughs> yeah. It really, really, that, that took me back to the, you know, the days of the... Uh, you know, elementary school fort you got in your backyard or something. It was it was pretty pretty entertaining. I always made blanket forts in the house. Ah, blanket forts are fun. Did that too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and then here's the and this was the I I have a note here that says ah the catch make Tumbaha Mountain safe. Not just Nessie. It's not just getting rid of Nessie. It's making Tumbaha Mountain safe. So here's right. the rub. So I don't think that's like really a catch. That's what they were asked to do. Well, they were they were asked to take care of Nessie. But the big the trick is, is Kalazar fills them in with, hey, you know, there's this portal thing and uh, I'm not the only one that's come through the portal. Right. I just I, I thought it was implied that they they needed to make the place safe for them to come back. Well, I figured the way it was laid out that, you know, you get rid of Nessie, you fix the problem. Oh, I never thought that that was going to be, the you know, kind of save the cheerleader, <laughs> save the world, take care of Nessie, take care of the problem. Yeah, I just I never expected Nessie to be the only thing here i assumed they would have to kill multiple things i I did assume there'd have to be a few things swiped out yes so but i i also assumed that nessie you know the big bad fight wouldn't be the first fight per se yeah and it was kind of the first fight even even alex commented on it it's like if you had done the the other thing where you'd use the rod to go through the original entrance you know you might not have gone directly to nessie but even then it was like two turns down a hallway and you were right there anyway Yeah. So, I, I, I don't know. I love that. And then let's see, what do we got here? Oh, the treehouse. Oh. Not Valbar comes in and says, hey, I'm going to enhance the treehouse. I'm going <laughs> to give us privacy. Right. I'm going to shroud us in darkness. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, now, really, we're going to keep the girls out this way. Keep everything. Well, I say keep everything out. It clearly didn't work. <laughs> not cer- Certainly not the way they thought, no. They had, they had no. issues. There was that, uh, the symbol that, our genus left was a symbol of scrying, right? Right. Okay. So that was basically sitting there watching, you know, kind of like a ring doorbell and, you know, you get in front of it and then it starts <laughs> yeah. recording. Yep. Motion detected at the front door. Yep. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, there's this scraping noise, but he can't tell what it is. And then our genus just decides to drop the house. Like, not, like, physically drop the house, drop the spell. Yeah, don't open the door. Just drop yeah. the whole spell. Yeah, just... Just miss hey, the whole thing. Just just blow all of our cover. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's you know, give it a free opening to 
anyone it wants to rather than forcing it through a doorway where we can you know bottleneck it oh yeah Ugh. i was just like why yeah that was just oh my god but it almost resulted in a um a pc death yes it did i mean <laughs> the thing got one round of attacking and it took full advantage <laughs> oh yeah because it, it it put it put uh i was laughing because i was like matt's losing another character right here yeah, put the painting gnome on its back. Yeah. Or stomach. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. It, it spilled all that red paint on the floor. That's right. That's right. And that stuff's permanent, you know. That's quality paint. Yeah. It's not the latex stuff. This is the good stuff. I do want to take a second to talk about Joe, because they were talking about some prepping for the next day. And right. Joe's like, oh, yeah. And it's, you know, he's... he's st- talking about how he could do stuff if he didn't take the champion. Right. And then Tom goes, yeah, da, 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 you're all super powerful. And, so, da, 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 da. and Joe's like, I hear what you're saying. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> this is it. And, you know, Nick comes in with they're all valid points. So I'm like, oh, yeah, Joe's channeling the champion. Mm-hmm. But then when he gets they get through the night fight and get in the morning, Joe's like, I'm going to channel the Hierophant. And I'm like, what? That's when okay. I realized. Elias is the sleeper agent of Tarbaphon. Oh my god. Everything that he's gone through, <laughs> he's the one that's going to turn on the party right there. He's giving it away. He's giving it away. His what? soul has been taken. How? What? What? What do you mean what? He's revealed he's not Elias. Clearly. And it's not Joe running his character. Joe is, you know, doing something funky. Joe has been possessed by Tarbaphon. What 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 even is this anymore? <laughs> this isn't a conspiracy. This is just madness. Oh, is it madness? <laughs> is it madness? <laughs> I don't think so. It feels like madness. Now, oh, it's so where's much that, madness. Where's that meme of the guy with all the stuff on the wall and the red string between it? Oh, there's more than one yeah. of those. Well, I know, but there's like a specific one that people like to use. It's from a show I don't watch. Uh, something about Philadelphia, I think. About Phil- I don't. Oh, is it? Is it? It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Is that what you're? Yeah, that one. Okay. Like I have a, not a... seen any episodes of that, so I could not tell you. I, I have. I've. I've seen episodes. I couldn't tell you what happened. All right. I can. I can tell you though that remember the guy that Valbar almost you know crushed to death before he released him from the tree. Before he realized yes. he didn't have any useful information and then just released him from the tree because, you know. Right. He hadn't had any food. And so then, you know, our genus looks at him and goes, the, again, this is the next morning after the horrible nighttime attack and, and looks at him and he's all, eat. You know, because he prepares breakfast, remember? Oh, eat. Eat, right? Because the flashback where our genus is working on the guy and he's, eat, and oh, it starts I, biting at him. and I, I didn't even make that connection. Oh, come on. How could you miss that? I genuinely didn't remember. I I didn't make it. (laughs) But I, you know, I guess we should talk about the actual fight, though. I mean, not that it went on for too long. No, but it was cool. We Yeah. I mean, we talked about, you know, the paint gnome. We talked about the paint gnome going down. It was not dead, folks. No, he's he he only went down to like negative five, I think. Yeah. And I'm sure his con's decent, so. He only went. Uh, he only went unconscious. You don't need to worry about it. It's I think fine. he even stabilized on his own. Maybe somebody uh, saved him. That's all that matters. I, I think he did. 
but I we we get to the point where Uhtred attacks it right, and then it does his attacks do basically nothing. It's like because Alex said you don't think your attack did anything to this thing, and then the only reason they ended up defeating it was he drew a crit card that pushed it into another plane of existence. Yeah, that was, was pretty awesome. It was right, but is it like hero what's point this crit? awesome? Huh? What's it what? said it was awesome, but is it hero point awesome? Uhtred didn't do anything except hit it like he normally does. Oh wow! You're 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 <laughs> you're saying he doesn't deserve the hero point? Whoa! I, I, whoa! <laughs> I, whoa! I that's all I got is whoa! Holy smoke! Well, Alex gives them out when they do cool things. This is a cool thing, but none of them did it. Like it was just a drawn card. Like whoa. I don't remember Alex giving out hero points before for hey you've got a cool effect on this card that you drew it's fine it's whatever but wow it, it, that's frosty i was listening toast. to it and i'm like i mean that's like i'm cold <laughs> over here i'm i'm states away and i'm feeling freezing from this it's like an arctic wind has blown through california oranges are just you know and falling off the trees man they're you know dead god horrible i it is it's just struck me as odd yeah, I don't know. Do I mean, really... he attacked. He attacked when he didn't. Uh, when he didn't have a lot of opportunity, and it's uh, all you know, pretty much all he could do. Right, which is fine. And he's built to. Crit. And he did I, get a crit, get and that. his character's designed to generate crits. So I mean, yeah. you know, that to me is, is kind of a deliberate fine. thing. Right. So and like, then he did you know, what his he... character was basically yeah built to do, and then uh, the hero point's cool and all. I just it felt like he got. Uh, a hero point because of an effect for nothing a random effect on a card for doing for swinging his sword that he had no control over like he's okay but i mean let's let's look at it this way okay i tell you you're you're running the game and i tell you i'm gonna jump up on the table and you know do this slide thing on this big silver platter and then i'm gonna smack the bad guy in the in the face with my sword as i you know skateboard surfboard this thing down the table Adam and you know whatever. I roll a one. Okay. You're not going to give me a hero point, right? No. But if I make my check to get that whole thing started, and then I roll a crit at the end, you're giving me a hero point because I said I was going to do it, and then I go pull it off. But that's not what he did. He didn't say he was going to rip open a plane to another, you know, a portal to another plane and shove it through. He well, swung his sword. He, right. But did he say he was going to crit him? Maybe. That's kind of what he's built for. I don't know. It just felt wow. And I'm sure. I'm sure hard. I'll get flack. I'm sure I'll get. You're flack so hard, so harsh. I'm. Sh- yeah. I'm. Poor Utrid gets no love, no love at all. It's, and the guy has not... such a tragic storyline. I mean, he's gonna become Tarbafon's replacement. He's gonna call himself Tarbafon because he needs to to keep the illusion alive. At the end of this, that's how it's gonna work out. And he's going to say, I had to become the evil to contain the evil. Ah, you know, and he's just going to be more and more evil and it's going to get worse and worse and whatever. And you can't even give him this one glowing moment. It's not even his moment. It's a random card draw. If Would you have given him the hero point if he had gotten the decapitation one? Yeah, like, I would have. It, it's, it's cool. It's not his thing, though. I don't know. Maybe I'm being overly harsh about it, which I probably am. It just it struck me as like, oh, you're giving him a hero point for a, a random card draw. You know, I want to apologize cool. to you, Toast. I just realized <laughs> you're not going after Nick. 
No, I'm not going after Nick at all. I'm not. Go- I'm not you're, even going. You're after actually Alex. going after I, Alex and saying Alex is a lousy GM. No, and, I didn't and I just, say that I at all. I misunderstood your thing. Yeah, you did. You said he gave out a hero point for nothing. It was just draw a card, get a hero point. What the hell is that? I mean, that's what happened. It doesn't. Fe- it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it. It, it doesn't feel like how hero oh, points God. usually get handed out in this game, right? Uh yeah, I guess. I, I mean, the other thing is sometimes you want to give out hero points, and you're just looking for an excuse. I mean, I mean that, that all, could be all joking too, about fine. it aside. All joking right. about the you know who you're going after aside, and not to drag that out you know needlessly. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm sometimes not really going after either of them. She totally was, folks. She totally <sighs> was. Don't let her lie to you now. I'm cutting um, that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it, this could just be the excuse he needed, and he felt like, hey, I want to give some out, you know. And so which, this offers which is, which an is opportunity. Fine. So it it just it struck me as odd. And I wanted to call it out. That's well, there all. you have. You've called GM Alex <laughs> odd. <laughs> so it's it's fine. That was that was my main. Uh, it's not even an issue. My main thing that I wanted to call out for the episode, other than you know him actually, uh, Joe actually switching to the hierophant, which uh, that's true. It's, yeah, that's it's true. pretty cool. There is one other thing to call out though that we should. Is I think that when only... Tom dropped the treehouse spell, yeah, and Valbar went down, Tom says. I can't help but feel responsible for this. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> God. So we've called it all out today, folks. At least he's self-aware. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to screw a party member. Boop. Party member screwed. I mean, it keep, it, to be fair, he could have screwed himself. It could have gone after him. And I think he's squishing I thought her. when it dropped, though, Matt was closest to it. Or, excuse me, Valbar was closest to it. Right, but, like, it didn't have to be. They didn't know where it was. True, true. He was dropping this it with true. an equal chance of it being close to any of them. It just happened to be next to Matt. So, I mean, it's just a funny thing to do. It's like, hey, I'm going to drop our protection. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a little... It was a little there. I, I see your point there. I see your point. And I, I, taking that in line with the hero point for the crit card um, or for the crit generated by the crit card and all all that stuff, maybe it was a little odd of an episode. It was a fun episode, though. Like, I enjoyed it. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I wasn't meaning to imply that it wasn't, but maybe it was, I just mean maybe it was uh, an offbeat episode. Maybe. Still, still good, though. It it definitely gave us stuff to talk about. (laughs) It did. Uh, and then we, uh, we cliffhanger into headed down the Western hallway. Yes. All right. Do you have anything else? I don't think I have anything else. I think we've covered the, uh, all the stuff I wanted. Yeah. I think we went through it pretty good. We hit, we hit things. So it's all good. Uh, also Matt usually says go. So when you said record, oh, Oh, that sort of threw me. Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. I'm I'm so sorry. Alex right. taught us to do know. record. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. would. <laughs> he would throw off everything. Him. Yeah. It's not our fault, guys. It's not our fault. That's what that's what we were taught. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blame our gamer parents. My, I did not have gamer parents. No, 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 no. That would be Alex. See, he's your he's game <laughs> oh, master. Oh, Gamer parents, right? <laughs> Is Alex your gamer, gamer dad? dad? Like my mom. Well, of course he's my gamer <laughs> like dad. My Who else would it be? I don't know. I feel like you probably have 
you might have more experience than Alex. Do you have more experience than Alex? Well, I think so, because I think I am substantially older than Alex. Like maybe a decade? Uh, I Last I heard, he just turned 35, right? Yeah, uh, yep. almost past his prime. Almost oh, past this his prime. Year. Dude, we got to have a past his prime party this year. <laughs> Holy shit. His, his birthday's in April. That's happening, dude. That's Oh, past huge. your prime party. That's awesome. I'm going to okay, have so to I fucking... Give him a whole bunch of like over the hills. I think... Yeah, there you go. All yeah, the 50s exactly. stuff with the black balloons and all that. <laughs> yeah. That makes him the same age as my little sister, my, my baby sister who is 15 years younger than I am. Okay, there you go. So, yes, I would have substantially more gaming experience than than Alex. Not necessarily. You could have started later in life. I could have, but I did not. I started around 1980. (laughs) More role-playing in a a shorter amount of time. Like, if you're gaming once a week and he's gaming seven times a week, you know? I mean, he can catch up to you real quick. That's true. It's possible. It's Uh. possible. Mm-hmm. I still don't think he has you. Know, 15 years is a lot of ground to make up for an old hat, you know, <laughs> RP guy. I mean, come on. Can't beat that. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm just glad I, I was never one of those guys that didn't want girls gaming. I wanted girls gaming because, frankly, they're much prettier to look at than guys, in my opinion. <laughs> and I like looking at girls. So, you know. I also like looking at girls. <laughs> Although... I, I kind of like looking at myself, if I'm being honest, with my bleached hair. Dude, I <laughs> love my hair, hair right now. now. Dude, I got to post a picture of myself. You guys got to see it. It's horrible. It's the worst oh, haircut awesome, anyone yeah. ever has in the world. That's awesome. Are I mean, normally bald? I'm going to be yes. honest. I, 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 I too <laughs> enjoy looking at myself, but generally, you know, in the mirror and, you know, it's after a shower when I got the towel over my head so I can, you know, be like, <laughs> roll it back because I'm Obi-Wan, you know, in Star oh Wars. <laughs> You know, I mean, that's, I'm just saying, that's, you know. You were my brother, Anakin. Exactly what you no, mean. No, not that. What the, the hell kind of stupid <laughs> He's not. Obi-Wan is that? I said Star Wars, man. That's that's the first movie. What the hell? Oh, God, these kids. Get out of my games. Probably, um, though, one of the greatest scenes, though. Like Which one? The one in the lobby? Yeah. Pool? That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. That that fight's been in the lore for a long, long time. You know, about how yeah, Vader ends up in the suit like and all that stuff. School. So when they actually put it to film, it was pretty darn cool. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you had to like hunt for little, you know, how did, you know, little hints here and there, whatever it was. I Who's that guy with a... the voice? I like that guy. Oh, Jar-Jar? James Earl Jones? Oh, no. Jar Jar. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I... this tracks. This tracks. <laughs> I think you mean Darth Jar. Darth Jar Jar. God, yes. I wish I wish that had been the case. That would have been so awesome to have him. You know, Misa, think you so stupid, and just have the voice change right there. And then, <laughs> dear God, he's intelligent. <laughs> I mean, you know, we'd have lost our shit. That'd have been awesome. You know, the people would only have bitched about it because they didn't know how. Dude, you know, all people are gonna do is bitch. <laughs> You know, they got they got Star Wars, they got Empire, they got just knocked on their asses in the theaters with the awesomeness. And then, you know, it comes to Return of the Jedi, which was originally billed as Revenge of the Jedi, right? I have that poster. Yeah. 
And then they said, no, 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 God changed the name to return. And as soon as they made it not revenge, because, you know, Jedi wouldn't do revenge and Lucas is doing his whole, you know, thematic, everything's staying on theme. And this is just, this is not quite right. And everyone goes, gripe, 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 bitch, bitch, bitch. And it's like, God dang it. I mean, have something real to do, which is there's no way a fucking Ewok can throw a stone with, you know, by hand and hit a stormtrooper's armored helmet in the head and the stormtrooper goes and falls over dead. Like, that's crap, man. <laughs> you don't know how strong those and things are. You don't know the they density like of little, that rock. Little bears. The density. Yeah. <laughs> Kiss my ass. The gravity on that. Indoor's moon could have been much higher. <laughs> oh, yeah, bullshit. <laughs> Those things could be also be strong as like bears. I mean, they lifted three PO, and he's you know full of shit. That's true. That's true. But it took like <laughs> eight of them, six to eight of them. So you know, that's what it would take okay. us as human beings right. to lift it. All right. How much? Yeah. Six minutes in, and we're gonna cut it all. <laughs> this turned into a whole different discussion. Oh, don't worry. It'll get back on track. Welcome to Star I, Wars. I don't know talk. that it'll stay oh, on Jesus. what I 3PO's say. It fucking be on. light as shit. What's the matter? He weighs 171 pounds. There you go. <laughs> so they're even weaker uh, than we thought. That's are, right. It took eight of them to lift Which it. means it doesn't matter how <laughs> dense that stone is. There's no way it's taking out that plastic helmet. We're going to yeah. have to do a whole deep dive on this, Richter. I know. I don't think I we. Know. I don't think we have enough time in this format. I know. There's. There's. We gotta there's get to be the bottom analysis, things, and you're gonna be like, "Well, this stormtrooper here went down under this. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> what? How can that be fine? And that one little rock's your problem. Look, you <laughs> bastards. No, I get it. You know what I've been wanting? I mean, I like the tree trunks that swing from like 15 feet away and smash the armored thing to bits. <laughs> yeah, that didn't bug me. <laughs> I mean, I was. It's, it's more plausible, but like, yeah, probably not. I don't know. When your wood's that big and thick and it smacks something, the thing you smack noticed. It notices, yeah. trust I me. Say, I, I, I didn't think it would, like, you know, bounce off of it unscathed, but, like, it explodes and, like, completely crushed. Did it explode or did it just crush? I don't remember. Oh, I'm pretty sure it explodes. I don't know. you got to remember, too, that's the height of the 80s. Every time a car bumped into another car on TV, it exploded. If, if it got... The slightest little bit of air, it was rolling the fuck over six times. It was that unleaded you know? gasoline. Right, right. I mean, it was just, it was brand new to the system. They didn't know what was going on. It was <laughs> it was floating cars away into space. You know, it, it was dangerous. You know, there was an accident and you'd go, I think I smelled something. Run for it. And you'd have to run because the car would then explode after you got like 40 feet away and were safe. Yep. You know. I'm not surprised that that's how it went down in the movie, you know, the way that the late 80s were. But Yo, Richter, I've always wanted to do a, uh, I know I've seen the Star Wars, but I don't really know, like, the stories and stuff. Star Wars. And so I've always wanted to. The Star Wars. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole, all of the Star Wars. You know what I mean? I've seen, like, mm -hmm. one through six, mm -hmm. and then I think I saw seven, but then I didn't see the ones. Did you see the, the latest ones? I I. I was unaware they made anything after, you know, six. Yeah, there's one with a girl don't now. Don't even lie like that. And I think she had <laughs> I've, three movies. I've seen them all. You've seen I've them all? I've seen them all. And yes, she had three movies. Okay. So I haven't seen the last two. And then I only, I have a very tenuous grasp on the Star Wars lore. 
So I've always wanted to get together with someone and you would be perfect. And it's basically the format would be you give me something to talk about and I just busk on it. Like I just start making stuff up and you have to reel me back to reality and then give me another time. Like basically it's world building from like the very little I know led by someone who actually knows it. Oh, okay. And then that's the new lore for this like series. It's like, and you go through all of Star Wars. So it's like, all right, Joe. So we're going to completely rewrite it according yes. to Joe. Yeah, exactly. But okay. I'm just okay. making Pretty stuff much. up with your but help. You're, but you're wanting to keep it within the bounds of yes. how Star Wars works. You're going to, yes. you know, Darth Vader, throw him away. But, you know, there could still be a Sith Lord. Like, Pat, like say Padme, right? Like, uh-huh, I uh-huh. know she's a queen or a princess. And then so, like, you would give me leading <laughs> questions and, and, like, leading conversation to build lore around Padme. Like, feed me a fact so that I can be like, oh, yeah, that's right. Padme, you know, had sex with her brother. And that's why Kylo Ren is so angry. Because he's, like, missing. Uh, he's got, like, a brother-sister. Right, that would be thing. his his mother or his father had sex with his grandmother. That's right. how that one would work. Sure. Good, yeah, good call. Good call. Something like that. Yeah, I'd be pissed about that. Yeah. We built I mean, build a whole you- fucking world around my misinformation and your knowledge. <laughs> I <laughs> see now. I just want to give you a random fact about her, and then <laughs> see what you do with it. Yeah. That's just that's just terrifying, Joe. I I like this plan though. I yeah. like this plan though. We'll have to do a bonus dice and salt. We can do it with Tyrant's grasp. No, I'm doing uh, the whole fucking series, dude. Completely independent. That, that's what of I'm all saying. This. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We'll do all six books of Tyrant's grasp with you you <laughs> rewriting the story and me trying to adhere to facts. Oh that God, should work dude. out great. Uh, yeah. Oh, Joe, yo, by the way, speaking of Tyrant's Crafts, okay, so I've turned so many people on to listening to our podcast at this point, like, wow, and every single one of them, I shit you not, comes up to me and goes, what do you mean Helmet's dead? Just, <laughs> just, just <laughs> has to contact me immediately. I don't know what, like, you hit the perfect character for apparently everybody needed, like, like needed some level of, uh, like, comfort as soon as Helmet died. I think it's because we all want to be a masked helmet. Like, there's a masked helmet in all of us. <laughs> like, something about mm-hmm, a man mm-hmm. who has a helmet on and then a mask over it. It's just, like, it's just human. I, has you know, I know. identity. Yeah. It's, it's the... What, what do they call that? The hero's, the hero's journey, that eternal story that's been repeated in million or millions yep. in lots of cultures on earth where it's, it's always the, you know, he goes out, he learns about himself, he struggles, he learn, uh, learns to overcome and then steps towards glory and in Helmet's case got squished like a bug. Yep. Yep. No, didn't have a happy yep. ending. Yep. Squished. Oh, no, I guess he was. I, for some reason, you said squished like a bug, and I immediately went back to uh, Thalias <sighs> being ripped apart by a bug. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, and, and you know, as you know from, uh, you know, last week's episode of Dice and Salt, Nick finally admitted that it's all his fault, that that's what, you know, what <laughs> happened to Thalias, Joe. Well, no. Because he made clear on the discords that he invented Lord Richter Power Dice, so. That's true, he did. <laughs> I didn't create them. You, 
yeah. so I can't be held responsible. You just yeah, but you, you ca- just stole you the name kept on and took sending credit. them like, like a <laughs> see, but I didn't create proliferated them. them. I just I am just a a wealthy individual, <laughs> and will you put wealthy in quotes? Uh, dice wealthy. That's what we'll say. Individual who shared his wealth with oh, everyone no, no, else. No. no, no, no. The way how that works <laughs> is if you invented a gun but didn't call it a gun, and Nick was just like. Yeah, this is a gun. And then wait, suddenly, are you trying to say I invented dice? Y- no, I'm saying you you invented <laughs> LR Power Dice. <laughs> LR I did not Power- invent LR Power Dice. <laughs> you did. No, I did not. Nick was the one that called them LR Power Dice. No, 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 you invented them, but Nick called them something. It's like Tesla stealing, like <laughs> Tesla. No, I didn't. I I bought Nick, Nick is the a Tesla set of dice. The the uh, mismatched metallic dice from what was then uh, metallic dice games, the, the mismatched metal dice, the misfit metal dice set, and I sent it to Nick. He's the one that called them LR Power Dice. He called them the Lord Richter Power Dice. Because of that, I went back, and by the way, that's still their description on the uh, what's that's now so family. Funny. Yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, you know, LR, LR Power Dice has heard on the Inspired Incompetence podcast. And, uh, those, you know, so Nick was the one that did the creating. Those need to be you know? branded, by the way. Those, those need to be, uh, <laughs> those need to be TM. They're, they're branded as much as I could get them branded. I leveraged yep. that as much as I could, guys. Yeah, damn fine job you've done. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate <laughs> it. I like advertisement, free, especially. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's get, let's get a little serious. It's time to get a little serious. Let's get serious. And let's talk about our genius's hidden card powers that no one knew he had <laughs> not even tom not even him. <laughs> i just found out recently i right did did you not build the character oh no i i built the character with the full intention of utilizing him to his full capability i just mm-hmm. i just never Didn't. got around to doing it <laughs> didn't you also have like physical cards yeah <laughs> a whole bunch of cards and he kept on placing them in front of me every single uh like every single episode i for whatever reason yeah you mean matt right yeah matt 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 physically placed a deck of cards in front of me oh my god and that's so awesome i just never flipped them i think i was partially to be fair (laughs) to be fair this wasn't like ah I mean, it kind of was a scram situation, but it wasn't at the same time. I think I was a oh, little bit. Oh, I see. It's it's mage armor. Right, right, right. I got right. it. Yeah, I, I got I it. Think it was, is, this is our genius of mage armor. Got it. I think I got a little bit scared of the uh, of the cards and stuff like that. Because after my first reading, I was just like, oh, that was a lot. Like, I gotta, I can't keep on doing that. So... I kind of put the cards off to the side and essentially just made a wizard. I, sorry, a sorcerer. <laughs> yeah, not not the greatest, smartest move because now now I'm actually pretty happy with the character. I love that it yeah, took that I, long to to come out and then yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like what the hell is this? This is great. <laughs> yeah, the three card thing where you get three cards and then you get like you raise the DC of your spell huge. or huge. You- Huge. add extra damage or you do all this stuff i was like god dang it 
You know, if that had happened, if you'd use that in um, uh, Spire, I was like, shoot, maybe, uh, you know, we wouldn't have had, you know, Randolph die or, you know, Elksy. I, I know you don't remember Elksy. I, <sighs> I know that, you know, she was just a, a, a very short-lived character in, in just, you know, one little part of book two. You cut but, so uh, deep. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but uh, I mean, anyway, that's all. My what else can do. you do with the cards that you haven't yet shown us? Honestly, I think that's it. I haven't been using my like. I think I think I've used all my abilities, all all my capabilities. Mm-hmm. But what, the what exactly do you get for them? Like, what does it do? Uh, it grants it, there's bonuses that come with them. So if I do a reading, uh, if I use my harrower ability for whoever wants to have like a full dedicated reading, could get bonuses that get attached to a specific card. But there could also be mm-hmm. negatives attached to that, depending on your alignment. If your alignment does not ma- uh, if your alignment is the opposite to whatever the card is opposite like up and down or left or right uh as in or both so lawful to like lawful no (laughs) good chaotic good to evil Mm -hmm. and lawful to chaotic so if you're if you're diagonal to that Mm -hmm. technic so if you drew an evil card but it was lawful in there if somebody was lawful good Awful and good. you drew a evil chaotic card, then you would actually get mm. negatives uh, to. But what if you drew like a a, a lawful evil card? Then you would get one sense. positive. Okay. And depending on what the thing is, it, it could be a skill. It could be a uh to saves uh a- any number of things. And if you're directly onto it, like you draw a lawful good uh, uh, to a lawful good person then you can actually mm-hmm. get a plus two to those uh, abilities. Okay. okay. You know what it kind of reminds me of, Tom, especially seeing as you haven't used it, is when you uh, level up and you get a new spell and you don't tell us what the spell is. And I'm like... <laughs> and I get so excited about it and then Alex ruins it. Yeah, like two two episodes later, you, you try to use it and then Alex is like, that's from... Uh, no, you can't do that. And you're like, what? <laughs> it's like, God damn it, Tom. You've been hyping me up for this mystery spell that you took. Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it wouldn't be one of my characters if it wasn't just constantly uh yeah in conflict with, with the, the system with the, the no fun yeah. rules. Yeah. <laughs> I I just I like to give Alex a lot of crap about that one the the no fun rules. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he runs a pretty tight ship. <laughs> I didn't say he didn't. I just you know. I like to give him crap about it. He's comfortable with the uh, with the rules uh, that we have, so he doesn't mm-hmm. want to kind of go off course too much. Otherwise, you know what he... it now. You know what it really is is we've got people who like Matt, who are potentially really fucking creative and can make some utterly broken shit given mm-hmm. given a little bit of leeway. And they ruin it for the people like me, who I could be, you could give me the most overpowered rule set ever, and if left to my own devices, you wouldn't have to worry. I, it wouldn't be power, you know, especially powerful. It'd be regular powerful, but it, 
I'm, I wouldn't be able to break the game like uh, he would be able to. Well, yeah. There's there's a couple people that can do that where they can like build a character that first turn of every battle they're doing like 300 something damage or something stupid high. Yeah. Nick's actually been coming up with some pretty cool stuff uh, in the last couple years. Yeah. Where him Nick and Alex are like, <laughs> Alex is like, ah, I don't know if I can let you do that. And Nick's like, I, I did all the math. Let me do it. And Alex is like, nah, I don't know. I don't want to. <laughs> Nick's actually a pretty it's solid content. Yeah. Next time Alex says no, just tell him, hey, it's for it's for content. <laughs> <laughs> we have to be producing content. <laughs> That's worth a try. <laughs> I'm not really sure. What else did you have, Victor, that you wanted to well, cover? Since the Harrower like is not interview very deep while. as a prestige class, and basically, you know, Tom's just now discovering it. Um, <laughs> I, I want to, you know pivot now and and talk about how you know Thalias is Tarbaphon's sleeper agent. Now oh my God. I don't understand how that works exactly. What's the theory? I don't I don't think Richter does either. Okay. No, I we, understand how it works perfectly. <laughs> we could okay. make this happen if you know I, if we truly I, I understand it and it makes sense. But the the way it works is I've been I've been watching Thalias and he's just he's not had his head in the game. Yes, I mean, he correct. left Elksy and Gallowspire, and this is yep. after he, you know, supposedly took over Randolph's body. Uh-huh, yep. And he left Elksy and Gallowspire, which he would never have done. You know, not the Thalias we knew, not the yep. poor Thalias mm. that was shredded mercilessly by that, that crazy <laughs> bug critter thing that just, you know, chop, 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 and just ripped him apart. And then, you know, he's stuck on the champion, and then out of nowhere, he's like, no, no. Today I'm the hero fan, and then he's oh, like, yeah, "Oh, you know, new year, new me." And everyone's like, well, "Wait a minute, it's mid year. What the hell?" So I mean, clearly this isn't the lies. Okay, it's not yeah. Randolph because that poor bastard got killed. So there is somebody else in Randolph, something else in Randolph's body, and he's just waiting Wait, for that maybe. right moment. And you know, it's so uh, you know. All the deaths and the brain rattling and the the planes of existence. <laughs> I I think he he is a little off, and I think uh, sleeper agent at Tarbafon. I I kind of love it. I think we need to workshop this. <laughs> I I like I it. Mean... I I I see a very dramatic final fight at the end of book six, which by the way, I hear we're getting close to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's Tom true. was. Was there something that you recalled that you wanted to to say? Yeah, I, I think I was supposed to plug in uh, the fact that we are getting to the end of book five. The recap is coming soon. So get your questions ready. Send us emails. Hop on our Discord. Do whatever it takes to get in contact with one of us to ask us questions. And about then, book five. About book five. Specifically book five. No spoilers. <laughs> Uh, and well, I was just thinking I might ask what kind of milkshakes you guys prefer. Uh, chocolate. Oh, wait, can I change my answer? <laughs> of course it's you can. <laughs> uh, I like strawberry banana, but every time we're out and uh, there's like a strawberry daiquiri or strawberry banana, something or other, I always pretend mm. like it's not my absolute favorite. And my wife always calls me out on it. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> strawberry awesome. banana. That's the ticket, dude. Best shit in the world. When I get like, like milkshakes and stuff, I always do 
chocolate and strawberry. Yeah, now that's a little crazy because chocolate, yes, <laughs> yeah. strawberry, maybe chocolate and strawberry. Mm-hmm. It's not quite the combo that strawberry banana is. It's still inventive, and I'm sure it's delicious. But I don't well, know if I could a, go I mean, for if that. If we're gonna do weird, weird flavors, the drink that I used to get at Sonic, uh, I, I haven't gotten in in, in a while. But the strong they used to get was watermelon root beer. Watermelon root beer. Interesting. Uh huh. Because they would add, they had a whole bunch of flavors you can add to stuff, and I was just like, gonna do. That. I I got it originally on like. A dare from uh, yeah. someone during like middle school. Like, this is like, going to be terrible. Oh, no, I actually, <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh no, I actually like this. <laughs> Alex used to do that shit. He had some super secret combination of like three sodas, and he was right. He nailed it. <laughs> I forget what it is. I'll have to Coke. ask him. M- more Coke. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Pepsi. You guys are in up, uh, so far up north. Oh, yeah. High schoolers pop, are. Though. High schoolers are weird bartenders. Like. <laughs> We could get the <laughs> right mix of sodas and make it taste good. Ah, uh, uh, yes. <laughs> High schoolers are not, weirdos. Not soda fountains, Richter. Not soda fountains. I wasn't thinking of soda fountain. Thank you, Toast. That's at least <laughs> well, I was, three decades I before were... me. Actually, it's, oh, yeah, okay. it's three decades before at least. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of the 50s, so. Okay, so that's two decades before. <laughs> <laughs> but they had them before then. They had soda oh, fountains I'm, before then. Yes. And they sold medicine like Dr. Pepper. <laughs> you know he's they not a real doctor. They still sold the sodas. What the hell? I hear he's mostly salt anyway. That's true. At least that's what I'm saying. All right. So, <laughs> our genus. Tom. Yo. Channel our genus. Uh, <laughs> How does our genus feel oh, finding hey. out that Elias is a sleeper agent for Tarbafon? Knowing that you're evil. I mean... <laughs> You just recently took an innocent man and stuffed food down his throat and said, eat, just like you did in your flashback when you tortured that guy. Well, <laughs> I, I'll say this. Uh, it just uh, it doesn't quite matter to me as long as we have uh, the same functioning side, really. Uh, as, as, as long as we end up on the same side, I think we're all good. And do you all care right. which side that is? Uh, on our side. <laughs> Specifically his side. Yeah. And now, Tom, hit us with, uh, if you know what I mean. If you know what I mean. Wait, wait, I can't. Oh, my God. Can't. <laughs> <laughs> can't switch back and forth too quickly? Dude, I, it's a lot. Like, th- those two vocal ranges are not in the same category. Uh <laughs> That's true. That's true. And I want to say something uh, here about our genus that I haven't said in a while, uh, because I think I've mentioned it before, but I really like your our genus voice. I forget if you mentioned what the the inspirations were for it. To me, I get a little bit of Joker and then... um, yeah, I think the last something th- there's there's someone else, but I, I which is escaping me at the moment, and it'll it'll come to the, me in a second here once I stop thinking about it. But the, the last, I love that it's not exactly the Joker. The last time that I was on, I remember it wasn't the Joker. It was actually Boomy from Avatar originally. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> yep, I I think I brought that up last time too. Uh, mm-hmm. he's the, uh, 
Now, you'll have to forgive me because that was not a big deal for me. Mm-hmm. But he's the Earth Kingdom Ye- king? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, huge. Uh, as soon as, like, I was watching the Avatar series, I think as soon as we were starting uh, book three, I, w- I was, like, in the middle of it. And mm-hmm. I heard Boomy's voice. I was just like, it's not quite Joker, but that's that's actually really good. Like I like that. So ah, uh, it's nice. it, it's solid. I I I can I can when you say that who it is, I can see it. You know, I see the connection very clearly. But in my ear, that's not who I hear, which is great. It's yeah. fantastic <laughs> that you've you've cut your your own unique voice on that, and that's it. It's awesome. Oh well. <laughs> It's greatly appreciated. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you for that, too. Uh, uh, I personally like that. So, Thelias, I got to oh ask God. you, what's it like to finally pull up your your carry pants and be the Hierophant? Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Apparently, it's, like, really powerful. And there's a bunch of cool spells, and, like, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Also, you can channel the champion and basically be the champion anyway. So... What what exact what ability is that? Because I can't find it anywhere. Uh, something about dancing in threes or cursing and something. And you're a, what? That is a medium, right? Your, yeah. Your base class is medium. I think so. Okay. Yeah, because I I was trying to find like the haunted medium or whatever it's called, and I found it, but I didn't see anything in there about being able to channel one of the other things. I was just curious what it was. Okay, reanimated medium. We're about to find out that you can't actually do that. <laughs> oh, my God. You yeah, go, wait a minute. It's not in here. I don't understand. No, no. It's oh, got to be It's got to be like a feed or something. Uh, uh, now I'm looking for it. Oh, trance of three. That's what it's called. Okay. Trance of three. Yeah. Is that a... Oh, there it is. There it is. Okay. So it's a, it's a base medium power that the archetype doesn't alter. Okay. Oh, oh, well, that makes more sense then. Because I'm looking on like the specific like archetype or something, but no, no, it's a, yeah, it's a it's a base yeah, base medium it. power. Apparently, though, I've only had it since 15th level, so right, so yes, it's a pretty new yes. thing. Yeah, it, it is pretty. It is pretty new, and and you know, I know how you play uh, the the champion. You know, you're 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 very dedicated. You know, you just it's you just so didn't fun. Give up. Uh, Dude, Blastoid. blasting people. Yeah, it's yeah. so fun. Especially with the shovel. I mean, come on. Swinging it around like four times with a hasted attack and just bonking people. And Dude. I also love whatever... I, I don't crit often, but when I do crit, they're like, bludgeoning, right? And I'm like, if I have to tell you guys one more time, it's always bludgeoning. <laughs> it's a shovel. <laughs> Bonk. You could. You, I mean, you could sharpen the edge. No. No. <laughs> if I had a newspaper, on, I'd roll it up and, and hit you with it. This is the, you know, I, I only wish that your inspiration for Thelias had included the shoveler. The Because shoveler. that would be awesome. There was yeah, you're not, some... You're not familiar with the shoveler? There was Shovel Knight, was who you said you were yeah. kind of tapping off of. But do you remember the shoveler from Mystery Men? I do. Oh my God, that's now what that's the, from. dude. No. Well, first of all, no one remembers Mystery Men, unless you say Mystery Men, in which case everyone is right. like, "Oh my God, that's right." Oh, I remember that one. So that's the one with the 
yeah. skull and the bowling ball. Yes, and the one who is uh, invisible, right? Yeah, yes. I'm invisible. Yeah, Can Eddie, you see Eddie me? Is in that movie. <laughs> who is Eddie Izzard? Eddie oh Izzard. yeah, yeah. He, who you know, who Disco's not Izzard? dead. Disco's life. <laughs> yeah. See, I got now. I just got to watch <laughs> yeah, it again. And uh, I do remember the shoveler, but now I got to do some uh, some research. There's one thing I do well, and that's oh shovel. Oh my god, that was William H Macy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. That's I dude. That is a a star studded cast. Like before, they were all super, you know, big kind of a thing. It's like mm-hmm. Wet Hot American Summer, the the fucking movie with like the most star power of any movie ever, but none of them were famous at the time. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, also the there's... dumbest fucking movie. <laughs> there's a few of them i just watched one with leia like in the past week and i was blown away by how many like big names i saw in it i was like what the what that and i'm like god this is all before i mean you knew who they were right at that time they weren't it's not that people just didn't know who the actor was at that time right but it was you know it definitely was like damn this is a star-studded thing i didn't i didn't realize it and she's like right yeah, I I wish hmm. I could remember it, but I, I just I mean you know it's it's kind of like I I bring this up because I talked about this today, but you guys know Leslie Nielsen, right? Oh yeah, big comedian, all that. Did you know he was Don't a Shakespearean, a classically trained Shakespearean actor? That's how he began his career. No, but it makes so much sense. I can <laughs> see it. He's too good, right? There has to be some <laughs> classical training in there. He's it it he has a. Uh, he did a show for Disney called Swamp Fox. So it's American <laughs> Revolution. And I forget the general he is, but it's the guy that was in and out of the swamp harassing the British in the Carolinas. Okay. It might have been Georgia. But um, I saw him in it, knew who he was, because he was already a big name at the time when I saw this. And it was some sort of marathon. So I was, you know, watching it and like, oh, this is cool. And uh, I was reading his name. And I think it was like the third or fourth episode where I read his name and I go, wait a minute, Leslie Nielsen? And I looked at him and I went, son of a gun it is. Because I, you know, I didn't know he was ever a serious actor. Ever. Right, right. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, totally blew my mind. Totally blew my mind. Hmm. And he'd always wanted to do comedy. I mean, that's the thing with, I think Airplane was the, was the breakout where he did comedy for the first time. And um, he'd always wanted to do comedy. So he went into Airplane and he took like a whoopee cushion and a fart noisemaker of some kind and he was doing fart sounds and all that stuff every time he turned around you know as he's moving and he's trying to do his audition and talk to them and he's like oh pardon me oh yeah i had this for lunch oh you know and and doing all that i've seen that video yeah it's crazy (laughs) so i imagine that's how uh that's how uh whoever uh took over randolph's body it was kind of doing it with uh tarbaf on no no look look i can be just like that crazy shovel guy we're going to make this happen. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It is good. In my mind, I've written the end scene for the entire AP. <laughs> of course. <you> <laughs> I've I've already got it. The crew is 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 splayed out almost gone. Barely hanging together. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and you know, scraping picking themselves up off the ground cuz it's that bad. And Utrid is the first one to pull together enough oomph to go after it and he Gets Tarbefon's turned his back because he's just flattened you guys. He doesn't need to worry about you. And Utrid gets Tarbefon in the back and grabs the hand that has the 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 shard in it, right? Yeah. And 
turns that baby back. So Tarbaphon, you know, when he fires it off, you know, bam, it goes off, right? An epic explosion. And, you know, people are vaporized and, you know, it's this big battle. And finally, yeah, but we got him and, we, you know, he, he did it and messed with the Obols works just the way Mariana said. And then that's when we find out. Remember when we had the Razni thing where she's, she's still kind of conscious and she goes, I, may, I guess I'm reforming with my phylactery. We hear okay. Uhtred's voice. Wow. I thought I'd be gone. Huh. I wonder what's going on. And it's because he's reforming with Tarbaphon's phylactery. Because mixing those primal powers and the backlash severed the connection between Tarbaphon and his phylactery. And since the only other available soul that was there was Uhtred's, bam, that's what gets, you know, snapped up and confused, you know, in the magic. Because with this explosion of the obols and the radiant fire and all this and it backfiring it's blown it up so when tarbaphon comes back it's utrid and utrid realizes that he's tarbaphon and goes oh right right now i can contain the evil because he is the evil see that's a great end scene that is sweet i thought it would go smoother than that like we would um show up and beat him and win and uh everyone would love us (laughs) But your your way is oh, good no. too. Come on, come on, <laughs> come on. I didn't like you know, the, I, the the pancake part, the flattening. It sort of started bad, and then I like the ending. The ending was good. You kind of pull it out at the end. You know, it's a team <laughs> yeah. effort, right? You had to get Utrid there to make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. I I tell you what I I especially enjoyed that you guys fought Nessie. Yes, that was fun. Except how unfun it was. But yeah. yes, yep, yep. God, oh, come on! Damn it. Some of that was self-inflicted. Ugh. I put him in the kimono. Yeah, that yeah. was that. That yeah. was a, like objectively a good move, though. Like it gave them time to like they just I, couldn't handle. I it. I think we all thought it was just gonna end so much sooner than <laughs> what it did, and it kind of just ruined yeah. all the like even minutes per level. Kind of like faded out real quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was, you guys uh, took there was a, the, a solid beating on that. Yeah, there was the time where we thought we were winning, and then we were really losing and worried that we were all dying. And then it sort of was fine. And then a shovel but... rang out. Yeah. <laughs> I think the big reason behind that was me and Joe very clearly skipped over some things with our characters. More specifically, me with fire, for whatever reason, I thought this thing was immune to certain elemental damage, including fire. So I just wasn't throwing any sort of, like, fireball or anything at this thing. I think the only thing it had was, like, resistance to acid, right? Yep. Yeah. I thought it was immune uh, acid immunity. Immune to acid, because it was a black yeah, dragon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, Cause, I cause am Joe surprised would still you guys do the acid sound, but eventually just stopped. I am surprised you guys didn't <laughs> which, yank those big gold love, plates out of its belly. Yeah, um, we did talk about that. I thought, but they weren't like useful to us or something. They're big they, gold they, plates. They How are they not worth? They something? disintegrated. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, first, okay. didn't they disintegrate the moment they they fell off the? There dragon? was some way in which we couldn't make a friggin' killing off of them. I remember being excited yeah. and then being let down when I wasn't walking out of there with a giant gold plate. <laughs> oh, that's just that's just 
sad there. Sad. Yeah. I mean, it again, we're back to the no fun rules. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. I, come on. It, it's harder for Alex at 35. Wow. He's past his prime. It's Just true. Saying. It's true. I think he's... <laughs> 36, he will officially be past his prime. I, I think technically his, his comment only applies to women, though, right? Because that's all. No, oh, no, yeah. no. We're, yeah, we're let's, equal opportunity Let's do that to here. him. See, I wasn't going that far, Alex. <laughs> I wasn't going to remind Michelle of what you said. <laughs> Alex, we love but you But so Toast much. did. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I did. It wasn't intent. I wasn't, like, trying to, but, like. His original comment was women past 35, not not everyone past 35. No, I don't think he said women. I think he said she's, you know, th- she's 35, you know, past her prime, mm. which left it open. It just happened to be guess, a woman that he was yeah. talking about. Right, right. Okay. And that was, you know, and, you know, <laughs> then he started to double down on it. And, you know, it... <laughs> there was an episode recently where uh, I was trying to get Alex to say past someone's prime and he he wouldn't do it and i was so sad i forget what the context was but yeah i I think about that a lot that one recently yeah the the few times we've had alex uh interview right when we started the podcast he uh he would not say it i mean he got mad and like what i said was true and you know all that but would not say it alex is funny (laughs) because he he's like uh he has these hilarious shit that he says, but then is like, uh, like I don't know. Like, <laughs> to, he, like he does like this hilarious shit, and we all love it. And then like he's like, oh no, no, no! Like you guys, come on. He does. He doesn't it's want like, to be no, attached dude, lead to it. it. Yeah. yeah, it's hilarious. He, he he doesn't want to get pigeonholed. Yeah, exactly. He's too he's too creative. <laughs> I mean, he is yes. Plausible deniability. Mm. Yeah, he, Alec, poor Alex needs that big time. <laughs> big time needs that help. Damn it. I just had something I was going to ask, and it just it went away when I said, um. Yeah, that'll uh, I got Those extra 15 I, years will get you. I got a question. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Don't worry. It's already happening to me, too. I, I, there are d- days I'll get home from work, shower. And then go do whatever, make dinner. And when I'm getting ready for bed, I have to physically go check and make sure the shower's like wet because I just f- forgot if I did it or not. Yeah, I, I got a, oh, I got a question for terrible. both of you two. Oh, okay. What do you guys think our next AP is going to be? Oof. Um, yeah, it's a dangerous game you're playing, Tom. I don't think it's not dangerous. <laughs> we're not we're not spoiling anything. I'm just stupid <laughs> enough to say something. <laughs> you, ha- you have a level of you know, editing Joe, between you and the public. Okay, Joe. Despite your admission of of potential future guilt, there, yeah. the only actual spoiler criminal that's talking right now is Tom. <laughs> yeah, already that's proven right. to have done it. You have managed not to, despite multiple opportunities. It's when knowing less is is better. Yeah, you are the perfect <laughs> defense to uh, playing Call of Duty. <laughs> He really doesn't know. He really doesn't remember. Can he even read? <laughs> yeah. No. All right. So your next AP. Now, the Discord was alive with some talk today. 
And mm-hmm. I'm going to take a second to jump back there because people had some good ideas and some good guesses. And uh, I want to take a second to uh, call out some of the folks because uh, Povo had quite a few choices. And of course, Zeno had some tossed out there. Before anyone says any uh, titles of APs, I just want to be on record. You guys are like actually brilliant with this stuff. And I have to say that before you say anything so that you don't think that you've potentially guessed. So, so, so just, basically what you're saying is saying it before. So when we make the wrong guess now, we look like, you know, <laughs> morons and got egg on our face. No, the, oh, the exact your, opposite your of that. Your layers yes. of duplicity are awesome. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I'm going to say that my guess, and, and I, like, I like this guess from uh, Povo. Of, of all his choices. And I really did like Zeno's do shattered star, do return of the rune lords idea. Problem mm-hmm. for me on that is I'd want you guys to do rise because I'd want you to do the whole trilogy. But everyone does rise of the rune lords. I, you know, but until inspired incompetence has done it, no one has done it. <laughs> <laughs> we and are the only ones. Right there in chat. It's written down, so there's no way I can get out of that. Wow. That's locked in. Um, I'm I'm actually going to go with Povo's Hell's Rebels. I don't think you guys could do Hell's Vengeance because you'd have to be the, you know, you'd have to kind of be the the Nazis and, uh, you know, squash <laughs> everything out. And I just don't think that's that's in you guys to do that. Not that you couldn't play a good Nazi for a little bit. I just, I, <laughs> and, and I say that because I think of Cheliacs as, as, you know, the the Nazis of Galarian. Right, right. I mean, you're not wrong. I, I, I know, but I, I want to I just want to clarify that I'm, you know, not just walking off into Wonderland here, even though that's where I'm headed. <laughs> but I, I think Hell's Rebels and you guys breaking up uh, and and, you know, trying to break a piece of Cheliax away from Cheliax. I, I think that would fit you know, who you guys are. And, you know, also I think you're, uh, you know, sort of your style of play. Cause you like, I, I think you like being the good guys and, um, you like being lighter. I mean, skull and shackles was pretty light, uh, as they go. And not that you can't do serious. I mean, you know, mast helmet, mast shield, very serious, um, Manny, that kind of stuff, very serious moments, but you know, you guys are more, a little more goofy, I think, uh, just, you know, as your, your baseline. So, so that's why I think hell's rebels. And I also think hell's vengeance would be another dark one. And honestly, I think tyrants grasp is, you know, just so much dark that you guys need a break from it. And that's, that's my two cents toast. What's your guess? I mean, I was, I was kind of looking through them. I don't know them very well. I'm not super familiar with every single one. Cause there's a bunch of them, but then kind of like reading through some of these descriptions, I think someone had mentioned it earlier in Discord, but Ruins of Aslan seems like a fun one. Plus, they could like they could connect it directly to well, not directly to, but kind of to Tyrant's Grasp. In that, you know, the Starfall that made the Kumaru Tree also destroyed Aslan. So there's a a, a minor connection. Not that they well, need the connection, but you know. But doesn't also the Starfall isn't that what gives us the Star Stone at Absalon? Yes, it does both. So it, it really is kind of a two-pronged connection 
to oh, right, yes. Tyrant's Grasp. True. At least that's, another... that's our guess. And, and no spoilers, <laughs> boys, but our guess is that we're going to end up based on our... What was that flashback? There was a flashback. The flashback to the city where they... Alex yes. kept saying there's, you know, the the legions of the dead buried outside the yep. walls of Absalom. And we're just like, okay, this is our end game. <laughs> yeah. I was trying to remember if that was the opening flashback to book five, because Alex has had a flashback uh, to start every book, or if that was just uh, in the middle of the I think it was more recent than that. Book. Wasn't yeah, it? I thought it was too. I thought it was too. That was my take too. So Joe, what's your guess on the next AP you'll play? Unfortunately, I do know the answer, so I can't guess. Oh. And I've been careful not <laughs> no to say for you. anything. No, shut up. The not one. Okay, spoiler, Tom. The one business so, so, meeting Joe showed up to. <laughs> literally, literally the one. See, the the best part about it is he can't say which it is. So whichever he guesses, guesses has to be wrong. We know it's not that one. Hey, right. I could it guess right, unless, unless no, you can't. <laughs> just say unless he's playing us for fools, and he knows that, uh, and so yeah, he says the right one anyway. <laughs> if he says the right one, they're gonna try and ignore it and pretend it's not the right one, which means everyone will catch on that's the right one because they already tried that crap when Tom and Nick were Erasny, Erasny, Erasny before Erasny <laughs> had been revealed. So he's going to get creamed if he uses the right one. So it has to be a wrong guess. Mm. But then we know it's not that one. We can eliminate another one off the list. That's right. That's right. There's like 30 or 40 of them. So, you know, he could, he could eliminate <laughs> one. The only winning move is not to play. Ooh. <laughs> Someone's been watching Stargate. Yeah, I, um, I is that Stargate or is, I think sure I, that's um, I think it actually goes further war back games. somehow. But there's a uh, it's it, War Games. I'm thinking Sun Tzu, right? Art of War. Well, it might be further it? back. I War Games. I don't think so because they um, in War Games he does launch the computer does do the launch. But it does a simulate, you know, it does a pretend launch. It doesn't actually launch the nukes and then realizes that, you know, there's no win to global thermonuclear war. No, no. It literally says the only winning move is not to play in war games. Oh, oh, is the tagline as the tagline? I don't think it's I don't think it's the tagline. It's it's physically like when they're, you know, making basically when they made the computer play tic-tac-toe against itself to simulate all the outcomes, I guess, for some reason. I don't it didn't make much sense to me, but. You know, it goes, greeting professor, a strange game. The only winning move is not to play. Hmm. I don't remember that in it at all, but maybe it's time I rewatch that movie. Okay, spoiler Tom, back to you. What's your guess for the next AP? (laughs) I know the AP, but I will say, like, there was on the Discord, I I was reading through it, and I think Matt even mentioned it in the player chatter, like, (laughs) you guys hit on some points that I identical for the reasons why we were or were not playing uh certain uh, ap's it it, <laughs> it was fascinating to watch like we had this conversation weeks ago yeah 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 and these were the exact reasons we gave <laughs> it's like i had a valid point alex Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I just assumed you guys were arguing with him for some reason. I don't know. Yeah, mostly. I don't know. I, I think the decision was taken away from Alex this time because I if I remember correctly, Alex was the one that really wanted to do the horror survival tyrant's grasp. So hmm. 
He did. Dude, I I am intrigued. I hate dungeon crawls. I hate dungeon crawls. So you want to do yeah, the Emerald Spire then? Yeah. Tom, the the whole game is a dungeon. <laughs> oh my god. The whole game is a dungeon, Tom. No, that's Dungeons and Dragons. This is this No, is... no, the whole game is a dungeon. You're you're contained in an environment and you cannot escape it. The, I the one and... thing the one, okay, so like I think my biggest issue, my my biggest issue that I had so far with this campaign was the literal year. And I'm talking about like real life year it took for us to travel to get to Gallowspire and oh, then we yeah. had to do the dungeon there. So like I, I don't care what anybody says to me. I don't care you're going from point A to point B. Your goal is to get from there to here. That is a dungeon crawl. We, we, it was the same, it's the same system. It's the same system. You just meet monster after monster after monster. There is no, like, point of which, like, you talk to other people. It, it's, okay, hang on a second. Hang on a second. You could have talked to the dragon. You didn't have to attack it when it came up to check out Teoblith. Oh. You did stop at that fort, too. The, you did. You had the with, fort and with, all the role playing at the fort. Was that weird monk that just kind of and, went away? And remember, there were those. There were those uh, uh, flying Uni- horses. The unicorn. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, oh, the Jesus. They talk to you. Oh, adventures, yeah. adventures. Yeah. We. I'm not. I'm not saying that there wasn't points. I. I'm just the 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 group decided for uh, for that though. Like. I don't know, Tia or whoever it was, uh, who was, who, <laughs> all of Matt's characters jump off of something and somehow manage to get uh, a dragon involved. <laughs> yeah. It's the true. Thing, the thing about Tyrant's Grasp that gets me is, is it's just like sad all the time. Like, hey guys, good victory, but also, <laughs> like... <laughs> Not yes, really. All the ways you failed. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, you you're you're going to die. Yeah. And not just die, be erased from all eternity. It's like, oh, great, perfect. Just when I thought things were looking up, turns out, dose of reality. You know how you could solve that? Go on. Suicide pact before you the final fight. Just. <laughs> Here's the population of an entire city for no reason whatsoever. Here's the population of our group. Yeah. <laughs> Every, when Alex does a population, it's like, yeah, well, population this party four. <laughs> I, you know what? Taste though, the of population. <laughs> I don't know why he did that because I I don't think he ever referenced uh, the new Battlestar Galactica, but uh, that's what they did at the start of every mm-hmm. episode. They gave True. you a new population number, and uh, man, I tell you, that was over the course of I think it was four four or five seasons, four seasons maybe. Five um, seasons. That was a a seriously depressing little thing that kept hitting that you know just drove home the we're losing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're having all these achievements, but we're losing. I it was I thought that was pretty brilliant on on Alex's part. But I I totally get you guys too. I it's if I hadn't was not already sold on you guys and just convinced you could do no wrong, I would have uh, I would have bailed on you guys. Uh, on Tyrant's Grass, but you guys, I, I was convinced we got in uh, it, you know, we got through stuff 
and uh, I just, uh, frankly, I was too invested. And I, I've been kind of scared because book five has been different than all the other books in that mm-hmm. you guys haven't had this super oppressive thing going on. You know, there hasn't been that theme through the whole deal. I mean, yes, she delivered the news in order to win. You must, you know, lose yourselves forever, you know, and like, no, I mean, erased from eternity, guys. There's no afterlife for you. You're fucked. I mean, you're really <laughs> fucked. Yeah. I mean, for Tia Blith, it was probably a way out, but, you know, he died. Um, he did die. It's, uh, you know. Cannon to the face will do that to you. Yeah, that's right. For me, it's kind of relieving, though. Like, not in kind of like any sort of ruin my character situation, just more along the lines of kind of like Scram. Sorry, my... my uh, Scram shouldn't be stepping on your stuff, on my, <laughs> On my laptop, cat. Uh, I don't thing. remember cat. Who, what? What? And pause the recording. No. Oh so no, your cat might be a got weird, it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> jump there. Um, no. Oh, what was God. I just saying? Fuck. Okay. I'm oh, sure. Oh yeah. It so it's a little bit of a relief yeah. for my character to no longer that exist. It was a bit of a relief after this. Cats. I don't. I don't like stories that don't have a completion. Right. I. I I can't stand those and into the spider. Okay, mm. like I'm sorry, I'm about to go on a side tangent, but like oh, into the Spider Verse, the second oh, movie, so fan fucking tastic <laughs> movie. It ends on just nothing. There's nothing but a giant, massive hole of a cl- like dead center of the action. Just ends. I don't know why. I don't know why anybody thinks that those are good ideas. I hate those. You know what, okay. for me, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one, I saw that in theaters, and everyone was like, oh man, so good, and I got to the end, and I was like, you're shitting me? That was half of a movie? Like, I don't even get the end of it? Like, I can't believe you've done this to me. I'm pretty sure that was Alex. Wait, you got to the end of Pirates of the I think Caribbean, I think, Curse no, of the Black I think Pearl? He's, no, no. He's, he's talking about the, the second one. Uh, oh, okay, okay. One of them ended right in the middle of like the action, and then (laughs) the credits rolled. Intentional, yeah. That was everyone knew going in that that was part one of part two. Everyone but me knew that. (laughs) (laughs) I literally saw that movie. The credits rolled, and I was like, "Fuck that!" (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. That's fair. If you didn't know, it's like okay, well, yeah, I got blasted. Oh, Joe, (laughs) I'm so sorry, Joe. Sorry, I feel your pain. Yeah, Me I movies. could see that for our genus, honestly, that that, you know, the idea that that this is the ultimate release from, you know, all the guilt and everything else he may be carrying. And I, I'm making assumptions based on the flashbacks we've seen and and how you've behaved, you know, not that I think our genus is like, oh, man, I'm so guilt ridden. I'm you know, I don't I don't think that's going on. But, I, you know, I, I could see how. That would see, that would be a relief to our genus, or even seem like a relief, I even like, if you wanted to say no, it's not really. I but. like to think that our genus is like the most optimistic, like end of world scenario kind of character. Just oh yeah, massive comet hurtling to the earth. That's that's totally fine. I mean, it'll absolve me of all my sins. So yeah, please do take me away. <laughs> well, it, I, you were certainly happy to torture. I mean, you were you were 
you know, positive on that. So I, I see this for our genus. You've, you've sold me on this one, Tom. Yeah. Here's one for you guys. Uh, do we bring back Randolph? And if so, how? Because Thelias <laughs> talking about uh, being lost. Randolph, I've been missing him big time. <laughs> do okay. we bring him back? Wait a minute. If a so, minute. how? So, so what you want to do is you want. Okay, I've got it. I've got it. Go on. I, or at least I have a run at it. Toast, you may have a run at it too, but I have a run at it. You take on an insanity. Okay. You take on a, a I, multiple I personality disorder. And then <laughs> every day. Legal book. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I think there's a case for it that could be made. And then every day you can roll to see which personality is dominant for the day. Okay. All right. And you're still the, uh, you, you remain the, uh, the, uh, whatever it is, the, uh, reanimated medium. Yep. And if you're Thelias, then you're channeling the champion. If you're Randolph, you're channeling the Hierophant. Oh. And then midway through, like if you want to use your trance of three, you can switch and Thelias can jump in real quick and make a save and then he's out. Or if you're. Elias, you know, wielding the shovel and you need some healing, then pop Randolph can show up. I personally, I, I understand that it might not be in the book that you're using, but I think it based on what you've done with the character so far and the fact that you've established that strong bond. I, I think for book six, I think there's a pitch to be made to Alex that it would be a, a fun way to handle it. And, you know, then you could play both. I mean, not at the same time. You'd have to keep right. them, you know, separated and have some dedication to making them distinct, which you've already done. But uh, I think there's a pitch to make it. I, you know, and it's survival horror. I mean, it's going to break people. And well, whoever the hell is running Randolph's body, broken. <laughs> Very nice. I like hmm. that. What do you think, Toast? What do you got? I, I, genuinely had no idea how to bring him back again like i, I didn't know if there was a class that would do it or well so there's another I, I should just... he be brought back basically Thelias right now be. he's in randolph's body trauma mm-hmm. up the wazoo right and there's just keeps being these like uh nagging parts of him <laughs> where like he misses randolph but like randolph's gone but he's in his body and it's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> you pile all the trauma and confusion on top of that in a survival horror setting. And you got like a okay, really so, fucked up guy. So the sky is really the limit with what we could do. And I've been thinking about, I wanted to set up a scholarship fund or build a statue or something. I want some mm-hmm. way Randolph comes back. Maybe okay. not as a person, you know, I, the insanity thing is cool. But some way that Randolph is paid his proper due some way that he is still in the story okay well then i think and and i would absolutely 100 percent talk to alex about this based on how randolph rose as an undead and then was destroyed at gallaspire mm-hmm. i suspect you can't get randolph back yep you know back back but i don't see why you couldn't rolling up with that insanity and the trauma and everything you've talked about you know, now have Thelias with the split personality, one of which is Randolph, one of which is Thelias. 
Wow. I, mean, I never thought then, of that. That's that's interesting. Then, in my mind, you're really tapping some deep classic horror because yeah. that is the premise of Psycho. Interesting. Right? He's got he's he's the killer, but then you find out that he's actually split personality with him and his mom. Right, right. right. And then mom wins out because she's the dominant personality. Now, no spoilers on Psycho. That movie's only 40 years old. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> Some of us haven't seen it. Well, you should you it. should watch it. It's <laughs> it's worth the watch. But my point is, you know, I think that's all in line with uh, excellent horror storytelling. And, you know, you could build that to climax at the end of book six somehow. And I'd even give up on you being Tarbafon's puppet for that. I'm no, don't give I... up on your dreams. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> so Randolph the hero and Thalias the puppet of Tarbafon. Oh, man. That's even better. Oh, shit. That's good stuff. And, uh, yeah, any, anybody else out there listening, uh, if you ever have some uh, Randolph for Thalias, uh, anything played by me, that you uh, got some ideas I am always open for business. Do you want to just put your phone in the browser so people can text you their ideas? <laughs> Dude, speaking of that... He doesn't I, answer it. It would be fine. No, but hold on. <laughs> Specifically with giving my phone number out, uh, I do this thing. I used to do it oh to my Alex, God. but now I do it to Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I write their phone number. Uh, like, So say this was really before I was married, when I was like single and like having fun. But like, say there's like a cute waitress or something, I'd leave Alex's number on the receipt or something, or like a, it'd be like um like some public place, like not a bathroom stall, but like that kind of deal where it's just like there's. How did so- you ever find a girl if you kept giving away the cute ones to somebody else's random number? I don't know. It's hysterical. Oh my god! This is the most I found, I found her on the internet with Ariel. No, I have there's... to have a conversation with Ariel. I am mystified now. <laughs> there's tons of there's tons of them on the internet. You can find them. Chaotic. You can control. give in real life. You can give someone someone else's number, and then on the internet, you can still find a wife. It's fine. Wow. I, wow. Dude, I Tom, got Tom one time <laughs> was like, it's like, yeah, someone just like texted me like this and that, and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, because <laughs> you forgot. No, Tom, I didn't. I don't tell them that I do it. So, so every once in a while, they'll have like gotten a text, be like, "Hey, like, thanks yeah. for leaving your number, but I have a boyfriend." Tom's like, "What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, who are you, lady?" <laughs> hey, if they if they sent a text that said, "Thanks for this, but I have a boyfriend," they were fishing for a better boyfriend. <laughs> well, Tom doesn't know that. Well, he does now. Yeah, he does now. It's- I haven't done it in a while. That that really inspires me, though. I gotta I gotta start doing that again. <laughs> oh man, I that's told hysterical. Nick we, should, we should leave post-it notes around New York for you guys for your uh, fifth <laughs> fifth book retrospective. Yeah, yeah. There <laughs> oh, you go. Because he was he was going through all the ways to, to leave messages, and I said, or just leave him a post-it note around New York. <laughs> yeah, make a make a Craigslist post or something. <laughs> Missed connections. <laughs> Missed connections. <laughs> Book five recap. <laughs> That's awesome. That's good. Oh, uh, Toast, do you have any other questions? I I I no, but I, I, I should apologize on recording. 
that I'm sorry I mix you two up all oh, the yeah. time. That's great. Oh, I love God. it. It's so funny. I'm so sorry. You know what's I can't know, keep it straight. You're not the only person. You're not the only person. I found out that one of my listeners over at Air, she mixes us up all the time. She doesn't know who's talking when we're going back and forth. That's why Tom <laughs> had to do the voices. <laughs> yeah, but even then apparently she she doesn't recognize it. If you know what yeah. I mean. If if you know what I mean, that's. <laughs> oh man, I remember when I played Johnny Bravo, like for the longest time for that. I even oh, sung dude. a couple of songs, and then I think it just dipped off. I was just like, oh. I uh, I I'm not caught up on War for the Crown. I I catch up and then drop off. But um, the uh, Elvis that you were doing, yeah, and uh, the uh, you know if you know what I mean, I uh. Just last night in a home game for uh, Return of the Rune Lords, one of our party members is a tiefling paladin. And I started calling him the devil of the cove because we're in Roderick's cove and, you know, he looks like a devil. And um, I also have uh, have this feat, Drunken Sing-Along, which if... Yeah, in a tavern, if I spend 10 minutes leading sing-along songs, then I can gather information and... 2d6 minutes or 1d4 minutes depending on if they're indifferent to me or like me so i mean you know i can get all the information i want fast and uh but to go along with that i've been taking songs and then writing them about the devil of the cove and last night's was uh you look like an angel i'm sorry not you look like an angel the devil in disguise which i you know changed the title to the devil in the cove and then it was you know you look like an angel you walk like an angel but you're the devil of the cove God damn so uh, oh, that, that, that's a nice homage. It, it was, and it wasn't wasted on me as I was looking at the because I put the the YouTube link in our our Discord chat, and uh, I'm looking at it, and it's Elvis Presley there, and I'm what I'm looking at him, but what I'm hearing in my head is I'm hearing Tom, and I'm like, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so yeah, and you're never quite sure if you do or don't know what he means. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's absolutely true. <laughs> and that's War for the Crown, folks. You need to be a $5 a month Patreon to get that. $10. If you go you for 10 bucks a month, then you can listen live when they do their recordings. All my music can be found on Spotify as well. <laughs> <laughs> and check out my OnlyFans. <laughs> it's, it's literally just like <laughs> living room fans. Box fans, hand fans. He gets a lot for the hand fans. Oh like yeah, hand hand fetishes and fan fetishes. <laughs> That's right. We got everything over there. <laughs> well, only fans, but everything within that designation. So are paddle wheels part of it? Because they're kind of like a fan, but they work in the water. Oh, you dirty boy! <laughs> paddle wheel. What are you like? Propellers. I like to go fast. <laughs> well, propellers can be wet and dry. That's the thing about yes. them. I know. I know. All right. Well, I think we're done, guys. I think we've wrapped up. And that was good. I know you guys are closing in on midnight, so Very I would enjoyable. love, obviously, to keep going. But Do we want to stop recording then? Yeah, I think so. I think now's a good time to stop our recordings. Wait, we got to say see ya.
Oh, oh yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, Thea. All right, I'll take care of yours. Thea. Thea. And that does it for us this week. You can find us and the players on the Inspired Incompetence Discord. Links can be found at inspiredincompetence.com. I'm Lord Richter. And I'm Lady Toast. See you next week. Bye. Bye. and I are recording. Recorders, recorders, give me that next episode. I See, I was with you until you started doing that. Why? Well, Why you do hate you hate it me? when I say adventures, adventures. So, you know, I I'm hate the voice. It's the it voice. It's the oh, tone of it's voice. The, it's the tone of voice. It has nothing you can say to do anything you want in that voice, and I'm going to hate it. Toast, I love you. God.